Okay, good morning everybody. Today is May 3rd. Okay, we, um, up until this point, for the last, I don't know what, two months, we've been working on the introduction of all the basic halachot of Ribit. So now we're done with that. We got it all down in our heads. Now we need to learn how to apply it in business scenarios. How does it turn? What do we do when something like that comes up? Um, for the next section, basically probably going to take us to the summer, is all the applications of the halachot that we've been learning for the last, whatever it is, two, three months, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and uh, when those scenarios arise, how, what can we do about them, okay? So, and how to avoid them, obviously. So here we go. Well, this is a Gemaran of Masich HaBab HaMetzi'ah, is the Pedic that talks all about Ibit. Look down over here, Gemara. The Gemara says like this. Uh, it's quote. It's a. It's picking up from the Mishnah. Okay, so we're going to discuss now. Basically, today futures contracts. Futures contracts. Yesh kav 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 Okay. What does that mean? So poskin al perot. Okay. Look at Ashi to the left. You see, in poskin al perot, right where we are. She says, "Leten lo maot bekur chitin velomar lo right tnehuli lesovzman gadol." I'm going to prepay you, okay? Here's the money, and you're going to deliver me a kur, a large portion of wheat, in the future, right? The, the, the wheat I just planted today. I planted my field. I don't have the wheat yet. It's not here. I just planted it, and uh, now I need the rainy season, and I need the harvest to come. It's six months away. Guy comes and says, "Listen, you know I'm a bakery. I buy a lot of wheat." I see you have a nice field over here. How much? He says, do you use all this for yourself? He says, no, I sell my wheat. I, I keep what I need. He says, great. I need 10 kur. Right. Great, no problem. Okay, here's the money. Now, how much? Now, how much? How much? Yeah, how much now? How much? No, no. How much is the price the per pound? Yeah. How much? You ever look at the future markets? What they look like? The price changes inst- every minute. <clears throat> Not now. No, we're talking about six months from now. So how do I know... What price I can fix on this wheat? But once you make a deal at at, at the price, that's, that's the price. It. Okay, but the problem is wh- the price that we're fixing now. Am I allowed to fix it at that price or not? Because what happens? Think about what's going to happen now. Let's say we fix the price at two dollars a pound, right. and I'm going to pay you now. Yeah. And comes now in three months from now. And what happened to the price? It's not two dollars a pound anymore. No. It's either higher or it's lower. But I already gave you the money. So if I say I need two thousand pounds, I want you to give me a thousand pounds. I'm going to pay you two dollars a pound. You're going to deliver me a thousand pounds. Great, no problem. So now I'm going to I, I give you two thousand dollars. I say I'll be back in six months. I come back in six months. I bought how many pounds? A thousand. How much is the price now? Four dollars. No, no. The price. Yeah, yeah. Let's say the price. No, the price. Let's say the price is four dollars a pound now, and not two dollars a pound. And I give you a thousand pounds. So I give you back four thousand dollars worth of merchandise. I only got how much? Two thousand dollars in cash. But you made but, the deal already. Okay, very nice. But I just got interest because I was holding his money for six months, and I paid him back double what I had. So that's an issue. Yeah. So look at Ashi. Ashi says, "En poskin ala perot." Right? Liten lo maot bikur chitin velomar lo tnehuli lesofz man gadol veafilu yesh shenotnin oto achshav bekach betchilat hakatsir en ze shar. Okay, so the Gemara said, I can't make this futures contract until something that's called Yetzeh Hashar. Yetzeh Hashar means the price became 
uh, uh, I don't want to say standard, but it, it became fixed. Fixed. Even the fix is not fixed. It's, it's normal. Right? We know what the price for this year is. Because again, remember what's going on over here in these times. Very, very agricultural society. Very, very dependent on rainy seasons and not rainy seasons. Right? Uh, and if they get a bad crop yield that year, so the price is through the roof. And if they get a great price, right? Well, we don't know the price this year yet. So what, you want me to come make a futures contract now? And we're not sure what the price is? Even though there's some, even the beginning, let's say, of the season, there's some in the market already. But we don't know that, that we have a price for those. But we don't know if that price is going to stick until everybody comes, harvests all their field, brings the meat to market. Then we'll get to know the price. So if you want to make a futures contract, you can't do it until the price has been fixed in the market. Why? Because you have a problem, like I just described before, it's very, very potentially interest, okay? Now, but Yetzah Sha'ar, if the price has become standard now, poskin af alpi she'en yesh I can make a contract with you, even if I don't have the wheat anymore. So in, in the first scenario, where the price has not been fixed, even if I have a wheat field, I planted it, I don't have the wheat, I can't make any futures contract. Because I don't know what the price is going to be. When the price is fixed, I can make a contract with you to deliver wheat even if I don't own wheat. Why? Mm -hmm. Because now it's fixed to the market. I can, I'll go buy it from the guy down the block. What's the difference? I, even though I don't have it, he has it. Somebody's got it. Because now the price is fixed. The goods are in, in the market already. So now I have a broker. The guy, the broker guy can go around and make a deal. Make a deal for deliver wheat to whoever he wants to make. Because he knows. He'll go to the supplier, make the deal. He knows what the price is already. There's no problem of interest anymore. So now I can go to a broker who doesn't have it. I can actually prepay him now and tell him, let's fix. The, let's make a deal. I want to buy 1,000 pounds of wheat. Oh, what's the price? I check. Oh, I opened my thing. I checked the price today. It's $2.37. Okay, fine. So anyway, within that range, 240, 250, I can negotiate a couple of pennies of profit. Mabruk, done. Good. What where's the wheat? I don't know about it. I'm gonna go tell the guy. I'm gonna pick it up from him, then I'll deliver it to you tomorrow. No problem. Mutar. Good. Really? Yes. Tosafot on the right hand side. Make sense? Not really. Why? Let me ask you a question. I, I, G, you yeah. guys, you guys, in the, you guys will buy us for a long time. You guys are buyers. You go to the market. You give an order to the supplier. Does he have the goods when you buy them? No. Nine, not, a, lot, not, the a lot of times you don't have the right. A lot of times it's good because you, you didn't you didn't pay yet. You're right, but you you made a deal with him, but he didn't have the goods, right? But it could fluctuate. It could go down too. Okay, so that guy, the guy could lose also. He didn't make it. Doesn't have time. They didn't place the order at the factory yet, right? So you're right, you didn't give him the money, so it's not an interest yeah. issue, but yeah. it's very possible. Yeah. The guy walks in, you prepay with the factory. I go to the factory, and I'm going to make a deal with the factory owner. Right? And I tell him, okay, he says, I don't know who you are, you're going to give me credit, give me money. I have to buy the purchase, I have to buy the, the piece goods, I have to buy the factory. Okay, so here's the money up front. I give the guy money up front. Now what? He doesn't have the goods, he's got to go buy the fabric, he's got to go buy the trim, he's got to go buy it. Okay, well, well, maybe he can make a bad deal. He already gave me the price. He fixed the price. He took the money, right? Because he why? Because he knows. He knows the price of the fabric. He knows the price of the supplies. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. And he's going to try to squeeze out, make some profit along the way. It happens every day in business. This every day, right? Good. Okay. Yeah. Look at Tosafot, uh, right hand side on the bottom. Okay. Which means even though now in the scenario where the price is already known, right? I can make a deal with anybody, even if someone doesn't have the goods. Why? Because if one guy doesn't have it, the other guy does. So he says. AFLP, you want to join us? Come, fun, fun, dog, come, sit, come sit, sit right here. Give me, give me. Tavi, 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 tavi,
did I make a kinyan? Did I take an acquisition on the wheat? I didn't do any. You don't have the wheat for me to pick it up, right? I don't have any kinyan. Right? Why? Because I can't see what that says, that word. Okay, fine. Okay, here what happened over here. We learned this back. Now I'm taking you back maybe two years ago. Into the into the I uh, the sugya that we were learning about yeah about tra about transactions and about yeah remember now remember what who remembers what a misha para is remember what misha para misha para okay so if you remember yeah yeah so so we we learned dvar torah maot konot that's the dvar torah mina torah if I pay cash I acquire the object. The rabbi said, no, we're going to make a, a, a transaction. We have to make a physical uh, kinyan, kinyan. A, 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 a physical acquisition of the item. Why? What's the gezerah? The rabbis were worried. If I pay, if, if I pay for your merchandise and you, I didn't pick it up, it's in your warehouse. You're not going to watch it anymore. You couldn't care less. What do you care? Yeah. If you leave the door open and get stolen or the burns to the ground... You got paid. What do you care, right? So the rabbi said, no, no, no. Yeah, but we're worried about the buyer not picking up his goods, and then the seller is not going to protect it anymore. No, the money is not going to be is not going to affect the transaction until you actually make a physical acquisition. Great. Now, what happens if I gave you the uh, I gave you the money now? Let's say, right? And uh, I didn't pick up the goods yet. So according to the new according to the new system, I don't own those goods. And then I went to the store next door, and I saw that the guy's actually selling the goods cheaper than you. So I want to come back to you. I want to back out now because because the cash is not a transaction. It's not an acquisition, right? I don't own, I don't own, I don't own it because you told me I have to make a, a physical kinyan. I didn't do it. I want to back out. Can I have my money back? So in order to stop that problem, the rabbis instituted something called mishapara. It's a curse. That they curse the person who made a deal with somebody and paid already and says and he wants to use this rabbinical takana to back out because he's a wise guy and they start to curse him. No, no, Mishapara, meaning Hashem, that paid back Dora Mabul for all their bad things. And Mishapara in Sedom and Mishapara to all these things that Hashem did in the world to, to people that were doing bad things should do the same to the person who gives the money and wants to back out of the deal. Biflage. Biflage. Not buyer's remorse. Yeah. He didn't yeah. acquire yet. He just <clears> gave cash. He didn't actually pick up the item yet. So in order to prevent that problem, the rabbis instituted this curse that they're going to curse him and his family and his kids and Shema Yisrael. Nobody wants to hear it. Okay? So, for, so, so that's how they got out of the problem. Now, that's what Tosfot's referencing. Now, let's, now we understand what he's saying. Let's go back and read it again. Okay? Now, means what? Now, right? I gave you the cash. I didn't pick up the wheat. I didn't move any. I, I, you, you don't have it now, right? Because you don't even own it yet because you're going to go buy it now. So I definitely didn't do anything, but I gave you the money. So now, according to Torah law, I own the wheat, right? According to rabbinical law, no, no, you need to make, you need to make, good, now. So he says, Now, why is this not the beat now? You have the money. Because if I try to back out of this deal now, I already gave you the money and I want to back out now. 
because maybe the broker down the block is giving me a better price. I'm now I'm going to get this curse on me. anybody. Therefore, what? Because of that, we assume that it's not going to to happen. Interesting. He says. Therefore, we look at it as if the cash or the price fluctuation is actually taking place in the possession of the buyer. Okay? Because he didn't make a mishicha, Right? The price changes, let's say. I give you the money today, you don't have the goods. Now you're going to go to the marketplace to buy it. And the price is going to have small fluctuations, not major fluctuations, but even a small fluctuation is a beat. It doesn't matter. I can't give you back more than the price that we've already agreed to. Because if we... Because uh, the, uh, when we fix the price on the tra- on the uh, on the merchandise, and again, all this, by the way, is all rabbinical to beat, right? Because this is a business transaction; it's not an actual loan, right? It just looks like a loan because I gave you cash and you're giving something else later. So it is, it's all rabbinical to beat right now. We're not discussing any dorait to beat, but the, the the point is that when I gave you cash and you don't have it, and then you go to make a deal, and now you come back, and if you end up giving me more for my value, right? Because we look at it as if the pos- the money actually it went increased in the possession of the buyer. Why? Cuz I actually don't own it. I didn't I didn't make a uh, I didn't make a physical transaction. Right? And therefore the money was still mine. That's what he says. That's what Tosafot says. It looks like it's still mine. I don't own it because I didn't have Kenyan. And therefore, when it went up in value, the cash was my value, my, my cash. If I didn't make the deal with you and I left the money in my pocket and I came tomorrow and I got more for my money, what's well, my money? What's the difference? So what's the difference if my money is in my hand or in your hand? No difference. No difference. Yeah, but once you make a deal... I'm not saying no. Yeah, of course. Once I make the deal... But I made a deal for the... For, for the I, know, but, no, I made a deal for the pounds. Give me a thousand pounds. I, I didn't care. We go to the diamond district. They say mazal. Mazal. It's over. I agree. And that's exactly... The guy's going to deliver the goods. But the difference is that I made a... I gave him a thousand dollars to buy a thousand pounds. And he went to buy it. And this thousand dollars, he was able to buy one thousand and ten pounds. Right. Or he was able to buy 999 pounds, and he's got to make up the pound from someplace, because I gave him money for 1,000 pounds. So now, if I end up getting 1,010, and I only paid for 1,000, because the price of the cash changed, and I was able to buy more with it, and he, now, now it looks like I gave interest. I'm getting interest. I got more than I gave. I gave $1,000 in cash. I got $1,010 in, in merchandise. Well, so that's more. The, so what the, happens? The we say, no, no, you know why? The cash. Pounds. Okay, so if he's, a, if he's a smart guy, maybe he can do that. He maybe he can do that. Pounds. But he's not. He delivered me 1,010 pounds. Right, right. Technically, he can do that right. if you want to. So, so now, so you can you give a deposit on futures? You can when the price is fixed. Why does it work? Right, right. Says you know why it works? Because the cash is still yours. We look at it like it's your cash. When the price so is not fixed, fixed. And you can't do it because now you have a problem of interest. Okay? Yeah. We have time? What time is it? We have another two minutes. Okay, turn the page. Yalla. Next. Okay. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay, the rabbi is bringing up a side point. Of, yeah, the, the, the rabbi is asking a side point on this question of the Tosafot. They ask a question, the Rishonim asked this question. How, there's, there's a concept of transferring something that doesn't exist. Can I sell something that I don't own yet? Or doesn't even exist yet, hasn't even grown. Right? I'm selling you futures. I don't own the wheat. I have seeds. I put them in the ground. There's no wheat. What wheat? Can you even sell something that doesn't exist? Normally we say, and Adam makne and therefore, how could you say that it might be a Misha Paran, this guy, he, what is he, what, what, he bought what? He didn't acquire anything. Minat Torah, he didn't acquire anything because the cash can't buy something that doesn't exist. 
So how can Tosfot say you might get a, you might get a Mishpara? It's a side question that they ask. Okay, we'll continue tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Amen.